recording? We're in the bit. Hello, Hello and, and welcome, welcome to, to Too Ghoul for school. school. I'm Nikki. And I'm Jacob. And we are boyfriend and girlfriend, and we are recording this podcast. And what's it about, babe? Basically, we each week we bo- <laughs> we both bring <laughs> um, something spooky, like an event, a story, a movie, um, a cryptid, a dish, a not an album, a a story from your childhood, something, a knife. <laughs> no, <laughs> sometimes not you that one. Knife scary. This is coupled with the fact that your hair looks insane right now, <laughs> and your eyes are bright red. <laughs> um, so that's what we're going to do. Just a little editor's note, because we forgot to mention half of our premise. We're going to be doing this while very, very high. So, full disclosure, this is our third time trying to record this episode. Um, you, Nikki goes first. I'm going to go first, then Jacob's going to go, and then we're going to have a third secret segment. A secret segment. Why is it a secret? It's not a secret. It's a surprise. It's a surprise, I see. Yeah. So I'm going to go first, and then he's going to go. That just sounds good to me. So here's what I've got in my little bag of tricks. <laughs> um, the San Antonio donkey woman. This one's wild, folks. Thank you. <laughs> so basically, the story starts, um, and there is a lady. Um, she lives on a farm with her husband and two kids and one day uh little little richie rich like mayor of the town's son little little town mayor rich son um i don't think that's his name but he um he comes to the farm to like buy eggs or something and basically he's a dick and um, he is addicted to this particular donkey, and he's just being the shit out of this donkey. <laughs> I would like to state that uh, last recording, Nikki didn't clarify it was just the donkey. It made it seem as though he was punching every barn animal that ever existed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so to, to clarify, it was just one donkey. He's just being a total dick. And the old the lady loves this donkey, by the way. This is like her favorite of the donkeys. <laughs> Coolest fucking donkey you ever saw. Yeah, she loves the guy. Um she's like, Stop fucking with my donkey and they start throwing rocks at the kid and he's a little bitch, so he runs away and he's pissed. And what he decides to do is come back later with his friends and they set the barn on fire. Shitty thing to do. Thank you. <laughs> You're like, finally, someone said it. Um, <laughs> I set the barn on fire. <laughs> set the barn on fire. It's not funny, babe. I don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> they set the barn on fire, and um, they come back later. Or not later. <laughs> <laughs> So, they set the barn on fire, and this lady loves that donkey. I'm going to remind you of that. She bursts in that building. Crazy about that donkey. And she, and the donkey perishes, I think. (laughs) But she comes out of there looking just a mess. (laughs) Her fingers are melted together into hooves. Didn't she run into the river first? Baby, don't point out the differences in the recording. 
I'm telling the story the way I'm going to tell it this time. Okay, now. <laughs> it's got a little extra flavor this time. <laughs> it's, a it's a little more wrong this time. <laughs> <Putting> <laughs> a little some, bit more fiction in there. <laughs> putting some seasoning on this one. So, she looks crazy. Her fingers are melted together, like, in the glucose. And her skin is all sagging and off the bone, just dribbling. Like a donkey. <laughs> and she looks like a donkey, is what happened. Um, that's how it ended. Not Well, no. <laughs> Basically, she stumbled to, like, she chased after the guys. And, um, eventually she falls into this river on Apple, old Apple White Bridge in San Antonio. There's a river that goes below it. And she falls into it while chasing after the guys, and she drowns in that river. They never find her body. Hmm. The river that runs under the Apple White Bridge. She fell into the yeah, bridge. She, yeah, she died in this water. And um, that's what happened. And then. <laughs> <laughs> really cool narration. So her body's never found in the river. And um, basically, she looks like a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Just roasting this poor lady. <laughs> and here's what um, happens, flash forward to today. What people have been dealing with is whenever they're on this darn bridge, they see like this horrifying donkey woman ghoul and <laughs> she jumps on their car and leaves hoof prints and scratch marks and screams at them and bleeds on them or something. Like, I don't know. I think I misread that. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> she... <laughs> fucks with them, you know? She really gets their grinds their gears. So that happens, and it's not okay. It's not okay. Um, I will no longer allow this. <laughs> and there are some people in the town that are like, it's just a regular donkey foot, folks. That's what these prints are. She lives prints. She lives prints? <laughs> she leaves prints. She's her, she's Prince's biggest fan. She uh-huh. she she lives prints. So she leaves prints, but some people are like, that's just a domestic donkey. Um, so, you know, people don't really believe it. Others do, because I've got a story of a, an account for you of someone who claims they've seen this woman. So, back to um, what I had had said without any we've interruptions. Got a, we've got a guest on our first episode. Uh-huh. Who? It's the donkey lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you think I was going to open the door and be like, welcome Bob Saget to the podcast? <laughs> no, he's right about that. We, But I wasn't going to announce we were doing that yet. It was a surprise. <laughs> I mean, I think it's. I think they should know. We don't. Okay. I don't want to trick them. We're going to call the donkey lady. Um, <laughs> that's gonna be the clickbait <laughs> name of this episode. Um, we got donkey lady on the podcast. <laughs> not clickbait. Prank calling the donkey lady. <laughs> um, so that's what we're gonna be doing. Um, now here's an account though. All right. Um, so this comes from weirdus.com, and I'm basically just going to read out the story as this person wrote it in the article. The first time I did it, I kept switching back between acting like I was telling the story and then acting like I was like acting like I was reading a story about reading the story. What, the- what I was doing the first time? You know, like. Oh, is this the actress that got to play Donkey Lady? Who's this? Who's that? Who are they interviewing? What the fuck are you talking about? The actress? 
<laughs> like donkey lady on the phone. <laughs> oh, get the- <laughs> I don't know. What are they interviewing? What is she talking about? I read a story. This person. It's an article. <laughs> it's an article, and the person is telling a story of the. And I'm reading it. I know. I understand what's happening, but you're wondering. It's the person who writes weirdus.com. No, read it. Read it again. What did it say? Oh, um, it was like their. It happened to like their their best friend's cousin. Oh, this is the account. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you think it was? I thought this was the goat lady article. That's why I opened the segment with. First if, of all, it's not the goat lady. <laughs> oh, the donkey lady. It's the donkey. <laughs> The donkey lady. The donkey. It's the donkey lady. The donkey Kong lady. I'm trying to read the account of this person that they got from their cousin. They wrote in an article. But you said something about somebody telling a story. Like yeah, I was saying that the way I was, like the tense that I was using, sounded like I was reading the story of someone about someone okay. reading the story. I thought that was a quote, and I was like, "What is happening?" We embarrassed. <laughs> No. Um, I'm just going to go ahead with my thing now. Yeah, do it. All right. I'm just going to read it out as they wrote it. And maybe I'll add some sound effects or something. Um, <laughs> no promises. Most of the donkey lady stories have faded into memory. Can I just read this person's article? <laughs> can I just <laughs> like, this is mine. No, I don't think I could do that. I can take their information and eat it up like Kirby. And <laughs> I can't just read their article as part of our segment. You can read snippets of it. I can read snippets of it. <laughs> God, how quickly we gave up on that one. <laughs> so, basically, this is how this person tells it. It was. I'm going to just blast through this because it took so long the first time. This person is telling an account of their best friend's cousin. Mm. And this is what the cousin says. He was going out with his father and brother on a weekend outing. They go on fishing. They go on fishing. <laughs> they are going fishing. Um, and they pulled up to uh, a nasty little area. A nasty little goblin area. They pulled up to a nasty little infested Holy Sorry. shit! <laughs> They're dragging this area to be hell. Um, so, weed infested, meaning like weeds on the ground, I'm pretty sure. No, they're... No. They're... (laughs) (laughs) I gotta move on. Um, off the area... (laughs) I'm not accepting jokes. I need to do the next sentence. Um... (laughs) Um, it's weed infested. (laughs) Oh my god! It's a dirt road, and we get it's a bad area. Um, and then they so they make camp. The two boys had the task of unloading the pickup truck, while the father found a suitable spot for the tent. While unloading the truck, one of the boys hears a rustling in the weeds just ahead of the truck. Um, and he tells his brother, who in turn called out to their father come to the truck um, and then like the three of them they like get in the truck mm-hmm. they're in the truck and then the tall weeds beneath the oaks away from the road <laughs> the tall weeds sound like, sound like you're reading a fantasy novel <laughs> 
bend under the weight of what was apparently a large animal. Perhaps a, perhaps a horseman. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. And and then okay, so then like next they hear like a weird snorting sound, and it like comes from the bushes, and uh, they don't know what the fuck it is. So they they all put all the shit in the truck. <laughs> And while packing up, the father, um, out of the corner of his eye, he sees the weed shaking. And, the like, this creature just, like, moves out of the... Mm, I don't like that. Like, grass, you know? And, like, runs out into the road. And, um, and it's, like, coming after them. And then, like, the dad is, like, like, come on. And, like... <laughs> come on. <laughs> we should be gone, come like, on. yesterday. <laughs> Um, and he's like, come on, let's fucking get out of here. And, and they, like, flash out of there in a flash. and <laughs> <laughs> Flash out of there in a flash. And the thing, the fucking thing just, like, comes after them. And, it, like, it's, like, chasing them down the road. And, like, the dad, like, puts it in reverse. And he, like, it, like, runs at him and, like, he hits it. And, like, he goes and, like, he drives away from them, from it. And they remember thinking, like, they're like, okay, this thing kind of looks like a donkey, kind of looks like a ghoul. It's like a donkey ghoul lady. And they put that together, and, um, and then this, this person who it is their, like, their, you know, who, their friend's cousin or whatever, mm-hmm. they said, I wouldn't have believed any of this bullshit, <laughs> basically, is what they said. Yeah. But they saw the truck themselves. With the eye of, <laughs> of man, <laughs> they saw the thing with their own eyes. So, like, they know it was real, or they wouldn't have wrote it on their blog. Personally, <laughs> I don't think they would. <laughs> so that's that. Um, you know, you know who Donkey Lady was, is. Wait, and now is my next segment, which is where I'm going to discuss something with you called the Donkey Lady Hotline. Um, and if you're wondering what that is. It happened two years ago, um, was when this came out on the market, and it's a hotline for the donkey lady. Basically, um, this is what they say. She wants to be part of the dialogue in San Antonio, her hometown. She loves the city, and she just wants to share her presence, her vision, her observations of the good versus evil in our community. So they love this lady. (laughs) They're a big fan. Yeah. Who do you think's making money off of this? I think it's the donkey lady. I can't right now discuss this. <laughs> <laughs> How would she be making money off of this? She's got a collect. Call. It's a collect call. It says it's free in the article. She's trying to sell more phones. AT and T hired her. <laughs> no, can I please <laughs> truck tr- on with my words? <laughs> so. That's what they what they have is this phone line where you can call and like something happens. Now what we're gonna do is we're gonna give it a call and see what happens. See if see who this donkey lady is. Have a little talk with her. Calling the what the donkey lady in the just in the call ID. <laughs> yeah, you just had her contact saved. Donkey lady. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, something's gonna happen. Just like, hey, it's Donkey Lady. I can't get to the phone right now. <laughs> this is Don Keely. <laughs> First name Don, last name Key Lady. I sell keys. I'm the Donkey Lady. I'm the donkey. <laughs> and my name is Don Key Lady. <laughs> Don Key Lady sounds like a like a mobster from the '80s. <laughs> 
Oh god, it scared me the second time more. What is a cojunto? Why is she talking about chicken fries? <laughs> That means we left her a message. So that was the donkey lady. What did you think of my cryptid? Do you want me to rate it on a scale of one to ten? Yeah, maybe we should. And it'll be um, how about one to four? And then spooky points. How, <laughs> how do you what how? Based what? on like. Based on the spookiness of it and how interesting you found it. Right. And also take into account whether or not you'd heard of it. Because I want us to learn something new in every episode. <laughs> One to four, baby. Uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it a two? <laughs> because, because I heard of it. Uh, because we recorded the episode once. No, I record. I heard about it on the BuzzFeed. Didn't they do it? This must have been the the sixth time I, I I asked you six times if you had heard of the donkey lady, and you said no. Every <laughs> did time. I really? I swear to I swear to God, you did. I never heard of no donkey ladies. I might. Oh my God. You're not thinking of the goat man. I think I'm thinking of the goat man actually. Alright. So, d- how you can't hold that against me. <laughs> you didn't know about the donkey lady. I, right? no, I don't think so I have. A three now, probably. It's probably a three. Okay. You get three spooky points. I get three spooky points. Um, so, next up is the beautiful and talented Jacob. And, and he's going to describe what his thing is. So, my thing is uh, I I was just going to bring Courage the Cowardly Dog on like a fool, mm-hmm. or on the fool, the fool, all of it. Uh, encourage the Cowardly Dog's complete discography. Uh, <laughs> but instead, I just decided it was a deep well to pull from. So, the episode is uh, Human Habit Trail, which I found out means uh, hamster is like uh, another word for a hamster cane. Repeat that sentence. I don't want no nasty ass burps in <laughs> You were burping. Oh, yes, that was during our American Idol audition. Our American Idol audition. Do not, we do not need to just go into that right now. Uh, but yeah, it's called Human Habit Trail. Uh, Habit Trail is another name for a hamster cage, apparently. I didn't know that before I started this, so hey, there's that new thing that. I also didn't know that, and now we're learning things. Now we're, now we're an educational podcast. So you take that it's one to school. It's fine if kids. I dropped out of high school. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I know about the hamster wheel. Go on. The ham- hamster habitat, hamster cage. I said hamster wheel. It's more than just the wheel, babe. You, you can't. You cannot. You even can't. when you told the story the first time, you said wheel. No, I said another word for a hamster cage. You have baby doll. We will. Just, I will rewind it right this second. No, no, I mean the first time when we lost the other episode, you said hamster wheel. No, it's another word for a hamster cage. Okay. Came out in 2001. I'm proud of him. 
we were four when this movie came, movie when this episode came out. Yeah, you know that now. You did not know that the first no, time. I thought that was impossible math. <laughs> I, I seriously thought we'd need like a pencil and a piece of paper in like five minutes if we were going to get to the bottom of that one. <laughs> so we were four, and then this episode comes out on the television. On the, as you as you might have heard about. I start so cursed cowardly dog. In case you guys haven't seen it, is about uh, Muriel, who's an old woman. Her husband Eustace, uh, who's useless. That's like the joke in his name. She needs to get with a real man. Like she needs. <laughs> And uh, cur- the titular courage character. That's a Tumblr post, by the way. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to get canceled for stealing a, cre- a Tumblr. I don't think you had credit. I think everybody is a famous one. I think. Right. Uh, but yeah, and the the titular courage cowardly dog, who's like a small pink. Do- what do you think? Courage is Dalmatian. Really? He got spots, didn't he? I, I always thought he was like a Chihuahua. He got spots, didn't he? But he's. Do you think Curse Cowley Dog's naked? No, he has like a tuft of her, her, a tuft of hair. But yeah, uh, and it starts with uh, Muriel. The episode starts with Muriel uh, dusting, and Courage is helping her out, and Eustace is sitting on his chair eating soup, which he's not helping because he's useless. That's the name. Uh, and he go and while he's uh, while they're dusting, he's like eating soup. Uh, and he looks into the soup and there's like like a big like puff ball of dust in it and he goes it like blows it away and he eats it and he's like eh, it's all right it needs more it needs more salt I'm, I was making him New Yorker at first but he's not uh, uh, and then Mariel's like this wouldn't be the case like you wouldn't have have to blow dust out of your soup if you just got me a vacuum cleaner he's like you don't need no vacuum cleaner. You just need to swim better. He's that. He's the gremlin from uh, Labyrinth. Now, uh, there's a knock at the door, and Muriel answers it, and it's this like three foot, four foot tall, bipedal, purple, bisexual, bisexual, <laughs> uh, uh, hamster, gerbil creature. Uh, but yeah, this big bipedal gerbil. Uh, wearing a lab coat and like these buggy eyes that just have like a thousand yard stare to them and uh hate to be that guy hate to, <laughs> you hate to see it Muriel uh, <laughs> 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 oh, but uh and he introduces himself and he has a slight southern tang and he's like <laughs> he tastes a delicious southern tang, and, he, and he he talks and he presents himself and he says good evening ma'am I've got a vacuum cleaner here that I'm trying to sell you and he shows it off and he's like look at this cool vacuum cleaner I'm sorry, look at this cool vacuum cleaner and uh while he's showing it off courage the cowardly dog uh <laughs> <laughs> good. Thank you for specifying. He uh, he hears somebody from like the tank of the vacuum because uh, it's like one of those the tank you say the, like the like the one because it's one of those that's like on four wheels and you drag it like behind you. Four wheels. Yeah, and it's like like not not like the stand up like ones. It's like got like a two. It's like an industrial vacuum, like a blower, but sucking in. <laughs> I guess so. Like not like a backpack, but it's like like got like a metal like. Sphere, not sphere, but like a long, a metal object, a cylinder, a metal cylinder. Like a lawnmower. No, you don't push it. It follows, you like pull it behind you. 
Okay, just go on. All right, but he's got this vacuum cleaner, and he, uh, uh, and from, like, the, the part where the dust goes, Courage, like, hears somebody banging on the inside of it, and is like, let me out! Or, and actually, it's like, let me out! Let me out! And, uh, it's, like, actually, like, like, they sound very much in distress, and it's actually a little scary. Uh, but, uh, Dr. Gerbil finishes showing off his, uh, vacuum, and he's like, he's like, ma'am, this vacuum is all yours. And she's like, oh, goody, vacuum and whatnot. And then he, uh, and whatnot. (laughs) Oh, goody, vacuum and whatnot. uh, (laughs) And, uh, he then proceeds to use it to suck this entire grown woman into a vacuum. (laughs) No, we don't have time for this. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, And, uh, he does the same thing to Eustace. Uh, and he walks up to Courage, and he's like, and he's like, you're free now. You're free. Which is, like, buck wild and not something that's, like, brought up again in the entire episode. But, uh, he drives away. And as he's driving away, like, Courage, like, jumps into the bed of his truck or something. Uh, cut to... Uh, Dr. Gerbil in his lab dumping Eustace and Muriel into a hamster cage or a habit trail. Uh, and they're like tiny now, like gerbil sized. Uh, oh, on the way to uh, Dr. Gerbil's place of work, uh, we see inside of the vacuum cleaner, and it is a like a bunch of dust, as and like Muriel and Eustace are in there, and uh, you hear, like, somebody talking, and it, like, pans over, and it's this, like, woman with, like, a big bug eye sticking out, like, from the side of her, or, like, bug eye, not, like, it's not a bug eye, uh, but it's, oh, like, okay. but it's, like, sticking out and, like, elongated, and, like, uh, and they're, like, hey, where are we? And the lit woman, as her name is, uh, the woman from the band Lit, <laughs> the lint woman, uh, she's, like, let me make something clear! My lint is over here, and your lint's over there. And if you don't want to get hurt, you'll stay with your lint. Uh, so we see that. We are introduced to that character. Uh, Dr. Gerbil gets back to his office, and he puts, uh, uh, the three humans into a, into a, a human, uh, habit trail. But they're still, they're now, like, gerbil-sized. Uh, and Dr. Gerbil is like, uh, is like... I'm gonna use you to test my products on. And, uh, like, it's revealed that he makes, like, uh, toiletries? Like, he, like, makes deodorant and shampoo and stuff like that. Uh, but he takes, uh, uh, Lint Woman into, like, his this little, like, curtained-off area, and you see, like, sparks flying and, like, somebody laughing. But, uh, Dr. Gerbil takes, right. uh, uh, takes Lint Woman into, like, this behind this curtain, and you see flashes and, like, somebody laughing and he brings Lint Woman back out in, like, a jar, like a pickle jar, something you put, like, a beetle in, like, if you caught a bug, and she's got, like, suction cup, cup hands and feet now, instead of where their feet used to go. They're just, like, plungers, basically. And she start, and she's climbing on the fucking, like, uh, cup like an insect. It's awful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Dr. Gerbil walks over and grabs, like, Eustace and Muriel and starts, it takes them into the back and, uh, we see, like, a lint woman open up the jar and, like, climb out of it 
then we see like you start you, we see uh courage is like in this like little cave system uh i guess it's where like it's like i i am assuming they set this up before but he's in a cave system uh and he like rounds a corner and he sees uh lit woman crawling on the wall like a fucking spider and he's like he's like because he talks like that uh and he pulls out a picture of eustace and muriel and Lit Woman's like, is like, they're doing terrible experiments in there. Uh, and she points like where the lab is, and Courage like runs towards it. Uh, but like, and he runs towards it, and there's like a little boat, and he gets on it, and it starts, and it like goes into like an amusement attraction. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, uh, like it's a small world after all, except it going, it's a small world after all. They're going. It's Dr. Gerbil's world! Mm. And uh, he floats through, like, all of the scenery and stuff that's, uh, like, giant, like, things of toothpaste and, like, shampoo uh, and, like, deodorant and stuff like that. While that's happening, we go back and we get to see, like, all of these fucked up experiments that Dr. Gerbil is doing on Mariel and Eustace, one of which he puts, like, paste in their mouth, like, forces it in, and... Uh, after he does that, their feet, like, grow, like, extremely big, like, bigger than they are. And they're, like, for some reason, like, yellow and green. Uh, it is gross, and it cuts back to Dr. Gerbil, and he's, like, staring at him, and you hear, like, a pop, and Dr. Gerbil's, like, covered in goo. Uh, and he's, like, I'm getting close to something. Uh, cut back, Courage the Cowardly Dog, uh, is still on the ride. But he sees Dr. Gerbil behind, like, a glass window. And, uh, he, he climbs into, like, a thing of, like, uh, a bottle of spray-on dry, or, like, dry shampoo. He lifts it up, and he, like, pulls, like, the nub down, and it causes it to spray. Encourages the cowardly dog, comes out as a, like, puff of air. And then, like, reforms on the other side of the door. He rescues Muriel... There's, like, a slow-motion chase from, uh, with, like, a creepy opera singer over it, and Courage ends up, like, losing him. Oh my god, I just looked up an image of Dr. Is that what you were doing? Oh my god. Yeah, right? Oh, he's so scary looking. Look at those fucking eyes! So Courage does the thing with the dry shampoo. Uh, he makes his way on the other side of the door, and, uh, Dr. Gerbil, like, walks in while he's in there, and it like it's just like a close up of Doctor Dribble's face, and you hear like, but it's like his mouth like it's just like a gape, like it doesn't move. But you hear somebody go, "Hey!" And like a, it's like a voice actor that's not Doctor Gerbil, so it's this super surreal thing. Courage, like, and then it just cuts to courage, and he screams and like what genuinely sounds like a scream of terror, and it's like it freaked me out when I saw it. Uh, but uh, Courage steals the vacuum, uses it to suck up Muriel and Eustace, and he runs back to like the little boat that took him in. And while he's running away, one of the like decorations on it's a Dr. Gerbil's world is like a big thing of shampoo, and it falls... Oh no, it's bubble bath. And it falls into the river that the boat's on, and it causes like this eruption of bubbles that Courage like jets out of, uh, and he's followed by Dr. Gerbil on a jet ski, and it gets like like, all sound, like, disappears, and it's just, like, an opera singer over this, like, chase where Dr. Gerbil has, like, giant, like, 
uh, tongs trying to grab the vacuum from Courage. And, like, Dr. Er, uh, Courage, like, sees a waterfall ahead, and he turns on the vacuum to, like, so it, like, pushes him to one side so that he, get like, gets off it. And you watch Dr. Gerbil try to, like, jump off of his jet ski to land uh, to avoid the... Uh, to avoid the waterfall, misses, and, like, you see, like, him tumble over the waterfall as, like, the singing, like, fades out as he just, like, you can't see him anymore through the fog of the waterfall. And then, like, Courage just walks away from the waterfall. And then, it's just, like, a smash cut to Dr. Dribble, like, on the side of the river, like, wet and, like, bruised, I guess. And he goes, (laughs) like, this creepy laugh, and that's the end of that. The last scene of it is, uh, Courage heads back to the house, uh, and, like, ejects Eustace and Muriel from the, uh, vacuum cleaner, and they're regular-sized again, and Eustace, Muriel's like, well, I'd rather, uh, I'd rather sweep than deal with what we just went through, and, uh, Eustace goes back to eating his soup as she goes back to dusting, and as Eustace gets, like, a spoonful of his soup, uh, you just hear, Hey! And like he's like, huh? And he looks into the the soup bowl, and it's the lint lady with like a bunch of lint like stuck in the bowl. And she's like, she's like, you stay away from my lint, oh like gosh. with her little like plunger hands. And that's like, that's just like it, like Porky Pig esque, like zoo, like circle zooms out on her that. <laughs> and that's all, folks. And that's <laughs> and that's all, folks. <laughs> um. So can I ask you a Curse the Cowardly Dog question? Yes. Our weekly Curse the Cow of the Dog Q&A. Yeah. What's the name of that gentleman who you sent me a picture and I told you it was, oh my it God. was the scariest thing I'd ever seen I, in my life? I don't think that character even has a name. I think that eel just shows up in one episode, like, unannounced. Okay. Was just wondering. Bathroom eel is probably Bathroom its name. eel scares me. Okay. So, for our third and final segment, we're going to be doing a segment called... Do you want to say it? I don't remember it. Then I'll say it. Spooky Movie Minute. Spooky Movie Minute. <laughs> and we take turns each week with a scary movie, and we review slash mostly try to describe it from memory. Do it. And I'm going to go first. She's doing it first this week. So this week, the uh, the movie I'm doing is Creep, which Jacob <laughs> and I have watched together. Yeah, we did watch that together. And I really recommend it. It is a, a good flick. Oh, wait. I, I forgot we were going to review each segment. You reviewed mine. I gotta review yours. <laughs> All right. So, what was it? It was four... Four spooky... Four, one to four spooky points. One to four spooky points. I give that a solid three spooky points. <laughs> really enjoyed it. <laughs> well, there we go, folks. <laughs> okay, so the movie is called Creep. Um, mm-hmm. It is starring... Uh, you know, I don't know, baby. Mark... Zuckerberg. No. Um, Mark Duplass. The lovely... <laughs> I don't know if that was... The incomparable du- Mark Duplass. Fire of my loins. Dark, <laughs> dark, dark Duplass. That's his Star Wars name. Uh, it's my favorite Nickelodeon duck show. Dark, <laughs> dark Duplass. Darkwing Duplass. <laughs> okay. So... so Mark Duplass is in this movie. He's the director and, like, writer and star, I believe. Um, and he made this movie. Um, and he's in it. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what the movie's about. Basically, um, this kid, probably, like, a 29-year-old or something, it, he gets 
propositioned to off of Craigslist to film a documentary. Mm-hmm. And he gets summoned to this house. It's a it's a cabin rental type home. Very nice and fancy and expensive in the mountains, in the woods, you know, amongst the trees. And he goes to this place and he's like, all right, I want you to record me. I am dying of cancer and I want to leave this video um, for my son, my unborn baby son that my wife is pregnant with. And um, he's like, I'll pay you like a thousand dollars or something. And it's just going to be for one day. And he's like, okay. I'll do it. So, um, it's a good gig. Yeah, pretty good deal. So, uh, they start filming. He seems relatively normal, maybe a little bit lonely. Um, and he's recording him doing his daily things. He, make, he, he makes him film shower. He takes a weird bath. He does take a weird bath. Um, and he, that's when things were, he's like a little bit like, hmm, I don't know about that. You're mm-hmm. like a little, there's something a little bit weird there. <laughs> So, um, like, he goes, they go out into the forest, and they run around, and, like, he's being weird, he's jumping out from behind trees, and, like, he's trying to scare him and running away from him, and he's just being weird. And then they, like, go, and then they, like, there's a part where they go hot tubbing inside of a weird heart-shaped rock hot tub. Oh my god, yeah. I don't remember when that is in the story. I'm just gonna say it happens. That's sometimes. they like that's also when he like that's like the jump first like jump scare in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he like remember they're like walking to the, the that uh, and he like sprints off into the woods and he can't find him. Right. And then right. like he runs up behind him and yells. Um, so he's like, I don't know about this guy, and like he's just weird. And let's see, what happens after that? Do you remember? <laughs> Uh, like, things are getting, like, weirder, uh, and then he finds out that he, like, oh, he, uh, finds, like, that number, doesn't he? That's... Oh, yeah, okay, so he his finds wife's his phone number, phone number. That's, he said is his wife's name, is like, oh, it's Angela, because it's written out on paper, and then she's like, no, uh, Angela is me, but I am not his wife, that is my brother, um, and he is very mentally ill, and he needed to leave. Mm-hmm. That's what she says, mm-hmm. and and he's like, "What the fuck?" And so at this point, he's like, "Okay, red alert." Um, he's like, "I'm gonna get out of here." And he's trying to find a way to do it without letting Mark Duplass <laughs> know that he's getting out of there. Know that he knows something's up, and that he's trying to get out of there. Um, so he's like trying to like appease this guy, make everything seem normal, and he's like, "I'll have a drink with you," and then. One of them drugs one of the other ones with, like, sleeping pills. Yeah. I don't remember which one. Um, uh, in, like, the drink. But, like, so basically he's trying to get out of there and, like, he, like, doesn't know where he's at. And, like, basically it's, like, a chase thing. And, um, did I feel like I skipped part of the movie? Did I? You missed the, I think we, I think we've passed the, like, main selling point of this, which is the furry suit. Oh, I forgot. Okay. Um, I completely forgot. So he finds this, um, uh, wolf mask. It's like a realistic, like, wolf rubber mask. And he likes it, and he puts it on, and it's called Peach Fuzz. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show tonight, (laughs) our, our... Our guest, Peach, Peach Fuzz. Fuzz. Peach Fuzz, uh, how you doing tonight? Peach Fuzz, how you doing tonight? You're Peach Fuzz. <laughs> 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 
So thank you, Peach Fuzz. Um, <laughs> really cool. Thanks bit. for coming by the show. I love seeing that guy. We always we always talk about the funniest shit. Like that guy busts my gut, and I love seeing him when he comes to town and bring him on my talk. Super show. dope. I forgot where it was. <laughs> Peach Fuzz. Peach Fuzz. I love bringing him on my talk show, <laughs> and, and so that's who Peach Fuzz is. And that's, <laughs> Um, so moving on and like we're at the scene where like they're all like they're trying they're like he's trying to kill him yeah, he's trying to <laughs> and he's it. trying to get away from him and um yeah they like f- fuck around and like chase each other probably <laughs> and then I think what happens after that is he gets to his car and he gets away from yeah. him and he leaves and then it flash forward and this dude is like video logging himself cause you know he's a documentary maker um he's like saying like you know, all this talking about this crazy shit that happened, and like he's like, I just got a letter from him, and it's like, um, I want to meet you, and it's like, I'm so sorry for like what happened, um, and he's like, no, fuck off, he ignores him, and then he gets a letter that's like, or not a letter, a box this time, and it has um, like a stuffed wolf in like a necklace, I think, and like a knife. And, oh like, my god, yeah, and, like a tape. And the tape is... Isn't it him digging a grave or something? Um, So that happens. Um, And, like, the police are no help. Um, So he's, like... He's, like, recording about and talking about how anxious he is and everything. Um, And then, basically, there's one night where he, like... It, like there's a recording of him being filmed sleeping. So you know he's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and um and basically um like this is hap- keeps happening and like yeah he's like this is fucked up. So then he gets another he gets a DVD in the mail mm-hmm. and the DVD is like listen I'm fucked up I don't have any friends I'm mentally ill it's hard to be mentally ill and I drive people away and I want to apologize to you in person and I want to make this right. That's what he says. And he, he's <laughs> you like, like... You sound like you're about to cry. Like, you're getting really emotional about this. <laughs> I throat's just real dry. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this one always gets me. And so he's like, fuck it. This dude has nobody. I'm going to meet him at this fucking park. And I'll let him try to explain himself. I'm gonna fucking do it because uh, I'm a good person and I need him to stop. One of the guys that they're like meeting in person and if he's he tries to do anything, he's not gonna like like he's like pretty sure he says something to do like surely he wouldn't try to do anything in public or something. Yeah, like he doesn't that. think he's gonna do anything and then he also sets up a camera to record the interaction from like far away. So like um and he goes to meet him and he's sitting on a bench looking over the lake and a good I don't even know two or three solid minutes go yeah. by which is what really drives it home is because you just sit there seeing him like cars going by in the street and him just sitting there watching the lake and then you see him Mark <laughs> Duplass uh, history's greatest monster <laughs> <What is she? laughs> in different ways on that one um, history's greatest monster Mark Duplass American in, sweetheart in his peach butts costume and he comes into frame he just creeps in there with, real slow. He's got... With, he does have an axe. He does have an axe. He's That's very important. Axe, and he comes up on the guy, and it looks like he's just, like, fucking with him. And, like, he's pretending to hit him. Yeah. Like, he's, like, doing it in slow motion, yeah. and it, like, looks like a bit. And then he pulls it back, and then he chops down into his skull like a fucking Oh, it's log. so bad. And... 
So that happens, and then he just whacks at him for a minute, kills him, camera cuts. I cut the gamma's dead ass. Dead ass. That's what Mark Trubon said. Um, um, so they cut the camera's dead ass. And, um, they don't cut the cameras, though. It's well, still- he, he cuts the camera and turns around to him. And he's like... Oh, yeah, because Mark Duplass is recording this. Yeah. Or is watching himself record this video. It's, yeah, semantics. Um, and so he, it, like, reports himself and he's like, a little message to my friend um, Jeremy or whatever the main guy who he just yeah. killed. He's like, little message to you, my friend. You were one of my favorites. And I notice he says favorites. So that means mm, more. the only one. And then he takes the 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 tape out that he recorded it on. He writes the guy's name on the spine, and he pops it on a shelf of like hundreds mm-hmm. of people that he has done the same thing to and recorded. And then it's like creep in like big letters, and then the movie's crap. It ends well. with a jump scare. Oh, Remember, he goes back to watching oh. the video and the. Uh, Mark Duplass in the video like yells at the camera, and M- Mark Duplass in media res goes, "Ah!" Oh! Also, yeah, you're right. I missed that jump scare, and then it's like creep, creep, and then credits, and that's and that's creep. I think that that's a good summary of creep. It's I just think it, think about it like the the scares in that movie are very cheap, but I think it's still a good movie. I think I mean. They, there are some cheap jump scares, but I think they're done well, and they're, like, part of the film because he's trying to scare the show. That's good. I don't know. I really like the movie. I think it's well made. I know I know people, some people don't like this movie. I like this movie. And I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Wait, are we, do we not reward it spooky points? Can only we earn spooky points? <laughs> oh, you want to... Well, the bits are getting the spooky points, so should this bit get spooky points instead of... Coins or whatever it was that I said. Whatever. I gave it eight Mario coins. <laughs> should we use uh, spooky points for this, too? No, I think we should get the spooky points. Just okay. us. And then we can exchange it at the spooky shop. For I was just trying rewards. to say what I thought, how good I thought the movie I was. I think that movie's an eight out of ten. I think it's eight out of ten. If it's, it's like either, like, it's a high seven if it's not an eight. Yeah, maybe seven and a half. <laughs> um, so that was that movie. And that was that podcast that we just did. How do we end this? Um... Do we sing a song?